It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. Can I talk about uh, a couple of dumb criminals? I always love a good dumb criminal story. They're some of my favorites. What do we have up uh, this uh, this week? Florida. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I figured that was coming. Go ahead. Pizza delivery guy. He was out doing his run, finished work, and I assume that that's a fairly taxing job when you have to go and deliver all those pizzas. It probably takes incredible restraint to not reach into the box and eat a slice because we know how delicious pizza right out of the oven is. And that's what these poor people do all the time, just torturing themselves through their entire shift. Well, this guy finished his shift and he thought, you know what I want to do right now? I'm going to pull out my meat and beat it for a few minutes here. Right there in the car. Okay. He was in a variety store parking lot. Another car pulled up beside him. Notice what he was doing. Maybe they saw the car rocking a little bit or the windows were steamed up. That was an off-duty cop. So she decided not to intervene. She wrote down his license plate. Why would you? Why would you stop someone mid, you know? Yeah, mid pump. Nobody wants to do that. Nobody does. So she phoned it in to an on-duty cop who went, and the guy had left by that time. I guess he finished himself off. And so the cop went to his home and, and, and asked him, like, hey, were you just masturbating in the parking lot of a variety store? <laughs> and the guy said, that yeah, I was. That is an awkward thing to ask, by the yeah. way. Like, oh you know what? God. Cops, they don't train for that. At Elmer, there's no course on how to encounter someone who just finished jerking off in a parking lot. Yeah, I don't think they do that. <laughs> Excuse me. Can you go upstairs and have a shower and then come back down and talk to us for a sec? <laughs> So they, uh, the cop said to him, well, why did you do that? The guy actually had a perfectly reasonable response. He said, no, he re- didn't. No, no, there's no reasonable he, explanation. Stop. Okay, hear go, me ahead. Out. go ahead. Go ahead. He said, I didn't realize it was illegal to masturbate in my own car. In case you're wondering, it's illegal to masturbate even yes. in your own car. Oh, who doesn't actually know that? There's no way people don't realize you can't do that. That's basically the same thing as doing whatever it is you're doing in a public place. That's it. Okay, but, you know, you think, well, it's my car. It's my property. How yeah, about you parked it in front of a fucking variety store and jerked off? <laughs> have, have you ever seen a dimly lit variety store? <laughs> no, they're all well lit, right? I mean, anybody who drove up would be able to see what the hell's going on here. It's true. So, in a way, I could kind of see how you could talk yourself into believing that's true. And he wasn't thinking straight. All the blood was in his pecker at this point because he was ready, ready to rub one out. He he told his girlfriend because his girlfriend's like, you did what? Oh, no. There's a girlfriend involved? This is great. He told the girlfriend... Yeah, listen, I finished my shift and I was really horny, so I just pulled over and watched some porn and jerked off. That's uh, what got him in trouble for doing that. Oh, my God. He's been charged. But I'm going to say that when it goes to court, <laughs> the judge is going to let him off with no record. He'll probably just. No, gonna... he already got off. Didn't you hear? <laughs> Anyway, he is, uh, I I think he's going to get off with probably a ticket 
maybe a small fine, but I don't think it'll go on his criminal record because there's no. probably a lot of people who believe my no. car, my rules. Look, you can totally give him a little leniency here. He wasn't hurt, hurting anyone except for his poor little dick there. He beat he, the shit out of his dick. He beat the shit out of his dick only. So I, 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 it's not like he was staring at a person. That's a totally different thing. He obviously didn't know there were people around. Otherwise, he would have saw, seen this undercover, or sorry, I shouldn't say undercover, but off-duty police officer that approached close enough to know yeah, he's definitely jerking it. Um, so he didn't even notice. So he was in the zone. So I don't think he meant any harm toward anyone else. And in that case, yeah, you know, give him a little leniency. It's okay. I'd like to introduce you to a flight attendant down in Florida. She works for Allegiant. And, and one of the weird things about travel right now is that so much of it gets canceled. So this flight attendant left She was going to work, and she was going to be gone for a long time. I mean, flight attendants don't have short shifts. It's just the way it works. So that's when her boyfriend decided, huh, I'm going to fool around on her. I'm going to have my mistress over here, and I'm going to get my party on. Flight attendant's flight got canceled. Mm. Like many flights do these days because there's not a ton of people traveling. So she goes home, walked into the bedroom, Boom. Caught him right there in the act of masturbate of banging some girl. Oh, no. Now, this is where you have a choice, everybody. If you ever, heaven forbid, find yourself in that situation where you walk in on your partner doing somebody else, you can fight or you can flight. You can just peace out. Maybe you want to be the reasonable one and say, hey, listen, obviously this is unacceptable, so... Please get dressed and leave my home. Maybe that's how it goes down. Or you can start throwing fists. This flight attendant, her name is Nicole. She's 29 years old. When uh, she caught him, began by walking up and punching him square in the face. That caused a black eye and severe bruising. She scratched up his face after that. And somehow bruised his right arm, according to the police report. The flight attendant then turned to his guitar. She smashed it against a wall, knocking down the shelves and leaving what police describe as a, and I quote, gaping hole in the wall. That's how hard she slammed his guitar against the wall. She was arrested (laughs) and charged with domestic battery. Oh, my God. Okay, I don't know. This could go either way. Either she figured one day she'll walk in on this. She figured one day I might walk in, and sometimes you have an inkling, right? You think, is he cheating on me? I don't know, but if it happens, let me tell you what I do. I've got a plan. Or maybe she was so shocked that was her natural reaction. But it amazes me because some people would actually have attacked the chick. And I'm kind of glad to hear that in this case, she beat, well, I mean, you, you should never beat the shit out of anybody. Violence is never the answer. Da 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 da. But I'm kind of glad she attacked that fucking guy and not the mistress, who may or may not have known he was in a relationship. I mean, we don't really know. But it is interesting to me. It almost seems like she planned this out. Like, when I catch him one day, this is what I'm going to fucking do. I'm going to take mm-hmm. that damn guitar. I'm going to smash it through that wall right there or wherever I am. I'm going to make sure that he hurts. It's, that's what it seems like to me. It was like, a, I know what I'm going to do and here, here I go. I, it's it's now the the mission's in play. Um, I think she should get a, a a lighter sentence from the judge. 
that's a very emotionally charged thing. And no, we're never supposed to lay our hands on anybody or anything. I mean, domestic assault. Uh, assault, battery. Uh, this could be mischief. It could be theft. There could be a lot of different charges that she gets. I'd kind of like the judge to take it easy on her. Like, eh, yeah, you shouldn't have done that, but neither should he. So we're going to say, you get a fine. You don't get anything because you're the victim that. here, but I know they're not, and they can't in any way They condone. can't, because then that gives every other fucking person out there who catches their significant other cheating basically permission to beat the shit out of them. They can never do that. Can we let her off on the guitar? Maybe you get one thing that you're allowed to break. <laughs> you only get one. Yeah. In those circumstances, let's see here. Yeah. You know what? The guitar, you don't have to pay for that. You don't have to worry about that. We'll just let that one go. Yeah. Was I do good feel guitar? bad for her. Actually, you know what? That should be based on whether or not he's actually a good guitar player. Because maybe he's shit. <laughs> maybe it should just be gone. She might have done us all a favor. Uh, maybe that's one less time we have to see some asshole on Instagram doing a cover version of fucking uh, One Week for the Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> Guys, I'm doing a virtual show. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God. Please just pull the plug. So frustrating. In any case, no, domestic violence is never okay and under, under any circumstances. However, I... Uh, I, I can certainly understand where she was coming from there. She was angry, and she just did not handle that the right way. The average person trashes over $500 a year in uneaten fruit. Aw, you know what? That doesn't surprise me. It's sad, I'm though. so fucking cheap, Kat. I have stuff in the fridge right now that's either about to expire or recently expired, and I'll really, really have to see something wrong with it before I'll throw it out. I hate wasting food. Really? Okay, so let's go banana as an example, okay? Because I just threw out a banana and I felt terrible doing it because usually I'm better I'm better than that. I really am. I'm good. I don't like wasting food too. I'm with you. At what point of it completely just fucking demolishing in front of your eyes, do you still eat it? Okay, so banana is a bad example because for me, one of my favorite things on earth is banana bread. I will take that banana bread or I will take that rotten banana right. and throw it in the freezer until I can find somebody willing to make me a banana bread. Could be my daughter. <laughs> you won't make it. <laughs> could be the girlfriend. I have no idea how to do it. I have no fucking clue. I mean, if I really want banana bread and there's no nobody around to do it, I'll just go to Starbucks and get one of theirs because it's not bad. <laughs> can you, I, you show I, up I with your bread. frozen shitty bananas? Like, hey, guys, you Starbucks, you want these? <laughs> Fire up the oven. I brought you some bananas. Get cooking. <laughs> no mystery guy we don't want your shitty bananas <laughs> it's a long weekend in many provinces across canada i hope everybody has a great long weekend thank you for listening to after nine if you are in toronto or peel region a public service announcement for you as you enter stage three don't fuck this up that's right don't screw it up we do not need any of uh, these restrictions to go back into place. You're just going to take the whole school argument and make it even worse if case numbers go up. So go ahead, enjoy your, your gatherings and, and your bars and your movies and all that sort of shit. Just wear a mask, physically distance, and do your best to protect yourself and the people around you. Don't screw this up. Don't do it. I, I like stage three. And if we have to go back to two because you guys can't keep your hands off each other, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> In all seriousness. <laughs> well, yesterday was fun online, wasn't it? Oh, my goodness, Kat. That 
fucking announcement. I knew it was going to be bad. I knew it was going to cause fighting. And frankly, it's all preventable. We're talking about the back to school in Ontario plan. And you know what? I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. I don't know what else you guys expected. Really? I I really don't know what you expected. It's bad enough that they had to rush out that plan back at the end of June because people, for some reason in June, demanded to know what was going on in September. So they rushed it out and they said, okay, we want the boards to come up with localized plans. Well, the plan has changed a lot in the last month because the numbers have dropped substantially. It's not the same pandemic now that it was in June Mm -hmm. when we were getting five, six, seven hundred cases a day. We're under 100 now. Some areas not getting any new cases and have no active ones on the go. So they had to do something a a little more drastic. And yeah, kids are going back to school five days a week, five days a week in elementary school in the bigger secondary schools, the ones that are just jammed to the max, they're going to alternate. It'll be part distance learning, part in class learning. But either way, if you don't want your kid to go at all, there is an option where You can keep them home and they can distance learn for as long as they want. The school boards have been ordered to offer distance learning for anyone who doesn't feel it's safe. Mm -hmm. Can you think of a more reasonable compromise than that? That I I don't like you said, I don't know what anyone else expected. There's no they couldn't have waved a magic wand yesterday for you. It wouldn't have happened. They couldn't have made it so that it was perfect and saying, guys, here's the thing. We've guaranteed that this will be great. It's just going to go back to normal and everything's fine. That wasn't going to happen ever, ever, ever. So we have to come up with the best possible solution. This, to me, seems possible. You would have had people complaining like crazy if they did the half and half thing and tried to stagger in and out. You'd have more people bitching than you would full time. Let's just put them in full time. Let's put in all the precautions. Let's set up these cohorts, which is going to be a whole new fun thing to say starting in September. We're going to be saying it all the time. Uh, the in the cohort, you can only invite play the people at recess. In the... No, yeah. I'm in a different cohort. Exactly. Sorry. Right. <laughs> it's the new clique. Cohort is the new clique, but that's okay. It has to be, all these things have to be done. I do trust that the proper PP E will be there and and everything else. The people who they were ready to hit enter. Like they didn't care what the fuck came out of yesterday. There were people just had their comments ready to go, ready to hit enter. And enter some of these insane conspiracy theories. Can I read you what Michelle on Facebook had to say about this yesterday? Please do. I hope everyone who has kids is aware that when you send your kids back to school in September, there will be a fake COVID positive case. This will probably be coming in October or November. It will come from a mysterious kid or a staff member that's unnamed. What's what's betting is that the positive test will come back in the middle of a school day. The school will then be put on emergency lockdown, which they've never said anything about, but okay. There certainly will not be an emergency nope, lockdown. Nope. That's horseshit. Your kids will be force tested without your consent. Those tests will come back positive and under the new health care act, they can. There is no new health care act, by the way. There isn't one. They can and probably will take your child to an isolation center. At this stage, the vaccine will be ready. First of all, that's not that's not even close to true. It's not going to be ready by October. What fucking planet are you on, Michelle? Anyway, that's just one of many things that are so incorrect with this. It continues. They will tell you you can have your child back, but your whole household must get vaccinated. Who will refuse that vaccine then? Not many, if any. It's the perfect delivery system for a killer vaccine. Okay. Well, Well, they think the vaccine's going to be a killer. Fuck. (laughs) 
Stupid people walking around this planet is the killer. You know, too many people are worked up and they're talking themselves into stupid shit. You now, know, I, I, I really start, I'm starting to think that we should put odds on that or sorry, put stakes on this because people put these fucking ridiculous theories out there like that, that, that they're going to fake give a kid COVID-19 or they're going to claim that some mysterious kid got COVID so that they can what march all the kids down to the gym and jam them with a vaccine and then hold them hostage until the parents come and pick them up. But then the parents have to get vaccinated as well to get their kid back. Like, what do you think is going, mm-hmm. where do we live? That is not going to happen under any circumstances whatsoever. And by the way, if there is a positive case, it's very simple. What happens? That kid removed from the classroom situation or teacher, by the way, because it's possible a staff member could get it. So that person is removed from the school. Contact tracing begins. Anybody involved in that cohort that had any contact with that person immediately gets notified and advised they should go get a test. Everybody else self-monitor for symptoms. If you present symptoms, you stay home or go see your doctor. Yeah. It's I'm, very, very simple what's going to happen here. Yeah. But again, what more did people expect? Like, I'm reading all these, and this is what I mean by stakes, because I'm reading all these comments from people. No fucking way am I sending my kid to school. No way am I doing that. That's not happening. That's not safe. Oh, okay, fine. Sign right here. You want to be like that? Yeah. Sign. Say, okay. I remove my child from the education system. And you can distance learn all you want. Go ahead. Stay home and learn on a laptop as long as you want. But don't come crawling. Don't be that person who ends up sending your kid anyway on the first day of school. I've tried to articulate this a few times in the podcast. If you feel it's safe, go ahead. Here's your option. If you don't feel it's safe, if you truly in your heart of hearts think it's not safe, You would be a horrible person if you intentionally put a child in an unsafe situation. So don't. Yeah. Don't. If you're the parent and you think it's unsafe, keep your kid home. Well, don't say it's unsafe, but still send them and then bitch the whole way about it. Sure. There's people, too, that. Yeah. You might be in a circumstances where a circumstance where you have someone who is. Uh, you know, at risk is is it, it's a bad situation if someone gets COVID. It's not one of those. Oh, that would really really suck. I think it's one of those. This person might die, and if that's the case, absolutely, that's what you do. That was your choice. Bef- no matter what, by the way, Ford's announcement was yesterday. That should be that should have been your choice from the beginning. They didn't create it. Don't get angry at the people who are trying to manage this as best as they possibly can. Like what again? Do you, do you want them to wave a magic wand yesterday? That part I just don't understand. We're trying to deal with this the best way humanly possible. And if that doesn't match up with your take on the, what the best way humanly possible is, fine. Like Scott said, there is distance learning. It is going to slow your, down, your, your child down probably socially, definitely. And I'm sure you've thought about that. And some, some people don't have a choice. And I understand because they have, I mean, someone could die in their household if they get it. Uh, whether it's a, you know, whatever, a sister, a sibling, grandparent, whatever. You have to do what you have to do for your family. But the option is there if you need it. And if it is one year that you have to do it at least until you figure out what's going on, then just do it. Suck it up. And you can't bitch and complain that other people are going to put their kids through school. And yeah, I understand. Uh, Brad, for example, on Facebook, Brad says, am I supposed to believe kids between grades of JK and three are genetic mutants and cannot catch COVID, nor can they pass it to anyone. Interesting take on the face mask. Um, okay. <clears throat> uh, There's a reason for that. No, there is. Listen, uh, 
they got everybody together here, all the stakeholders, public health, sick kids. There were uh, elected trustees that were at these discussions or participated in them. There was the Ministry of Education. There was consultation with a whole bunch of people. And basically what the public health agreed was the masks are great. They, they can definitely help slow the spread. And because we can't guarantee that we can distance in certain classroom situations, the masks will replace the ability to distance. So that's why you got to have it on. However, when it comes to the kids that don't have to wear them. So I think it's grades 4 to 12. You have to wear a mask. That's right. Right? 4 to 12? Four to th- that's, uh, that's correct. 4 to 12. Yeah. If you're JK to get grade three, it's really just calculating the odds. They figured with those grades, uh, there's a lot that could go wrong there as far as touching their face, picking their nose, all that sort of shit. Right. So it's probably better for them if they just get them in a really regimented hand washing situation. Because the masks, they're not, uh, they're going to be tempted to touch their face and so on and so forth. And you know what? Maybe they got it wrong. Maybe it should have been uh, grade two and up. Maybe it should have been grade five and down. Who knows what the actual number is? But either way, this is the best we can ask for in this situation. The fact that they're giving you a choice and the fact that you don't pay anything for this. I mean, I really don't understand what more people wanted. And yet I see all these people flipping out and instantly referring to to conspiracy theories. And this is the government trying to put ships in your kids and fuck off. I mean, it's really not like that. Doug Ford doesn't care. He really doesn't. Uh, uh, Steven Lecce. He doesn't want to chip in your kid. He doesn't care. He has nothing to do with that information. This is not Dr. David Williams saying, yeah, you know what? Once we get those chips in those kids, ha, then we got them. Fuck them. It's really not like that. It's not. No. And, and like I said, if you feel like it's not safe, don't send your kid. You have options. Now, the only catch that I have here in all of this is uh, two more things I want to address before we move on. There are some people, namely elementary teachers, who are saying, you know what? We're getting screwed, and the high school teachers are getting off easy. The high school teachers, they get to do half distance learning and half in class. I don't know if that's true or not, but keep in mind, you keep supporting them. They go out on a job action, and you guys strike with them. If you really think you're getting fucked compared to the secondary school teachers, stop supporting them. You've got a very powerful union as is. You don't need to keep doing that. I mean, if they're getting a better deal than you, get a better deal. Or... Uh, uh, fuck it just drives me crazy uh the other thing too is when it comes to kids going back to school because the parent has no other option i don't have daycare or i can't afford daycare i don't think it's safe but i still have to send my kid my only thing to you would be have to do you have to because i'll be honest with you i'm a parent i would never put my kid in a dangerous situation ever under any circumstances. And you know what? If that meant I lost my job, I would lose my job. If I had to stay home right. with a, a a kindergarten student, because I truly believe it's not safe. So be it. Kids yeah. come first. Well, you know what? And you mentioned that. And so for me, I'm, I'm right in between my, my daughter is three, so she doesn't start school yet. Thank God, because that would be like a weird year to start, but I would, you know, I would, I would do it. I would put her in school because I feel like, it would be safe enough. I would probably talk to the school personally, right? And I'd, I'd get to know those teachers anyway, I would assume. So I would get to know what they're doing, make sure that I had that trust factor, get the vibe myself before I made that decision. Um, but my daughter is supposed to start daycare in September. Oh. And at this point, 
I don't think I'm going to do it. I'm lucky enough that I have I have family that is able to, you know, take care of her. My mom would just take care of her and continue to do that, which she's doing now. But a lot of people I understand don't have that option. So they are stuck in that hard spot of do I, you know, maybe take less hours at work or have to quit my job altogether. It sucks, but you have to make it sucks. People have to make those choices, but you do got to make the best choice for you. I totally agree. And you know what? Nobody's asking you to do anything that you don't want to do. Nobody's asking you to um, uh, conform or follow anything other than if you want to send them to school and they're grade four and up, they've got to wear a mask. Mm -hmm. And if you don't want them to do that, well, it's the end of the discussion. Distance learning is your option. The other option here, too, is let's talk about money quickly. There's private schools out there. Private schools play by different rules and different private schools will have different policies as well. And in a private school, yeah, those teachers are directly accountable to you. You're their business. You're the client. And you can look at that option as well. There's a lot of people who I'm sure are going to, maybe because of this, maybe because of other things, mm-hmm. going to consider putting their kid in private school. But it's not free. Right. You can send your kid no. to school in Ontario for free anytime. Yeah. But if you want private school and you want those extras and maybe you want teachers in full PPE and, and you don't want your kid to wear a mask or you do want them in a class where everybody's wearing a mask – private school that's your option but you got to pay for it the free version that you can send your kid to anytime they're even giving you options either distance learn or go to school with a mask on uh, the school bus that you don't pay for yeah they've, they're gonna have to wear a mask on the school bus yes. that's just all there is to it and they're so close together i don't know i don't know how that's gonna work out you bring up a, you know what i didn't even think about the bus too much until you just mentioned that so lots to think about you know, there is a lot to think about, and, and you have options here. You don't have to feel like, oh, i got to go and blow up at everybody on Facebook that says, oh, it's fair. Oh, that's a reasonable compromise. I don't know what else sure. they could have done. You don't have to shit on them when you have options. You don't have to participate in that. Listen, this is probably the best we could do. Could we do better? Uh, I don't know, because I saw what BC did. And frankly, the Ontario plan is a lot more comprehensive than what BC announced. Uh, Manitoba, they're business as usual. Kids going back to school. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, did you want that instead? No masks, no precautions, well, no yourself, PPE? Just, just simply put yourself in the position. Like all these people bitching and complaining. What was the perfect solution? You tell me what should have been done, what should have been said yesterday that would have been the perfect solution. There is none. There is no perfect solution. This is the best we can do with what we have. And some of the shit, you, you guys hate the fact. There's so many people online that hate the fact, well, it seems like they're going to wing some things. Yeah, we do have to wing some things. That's kind of what this, the, nobody fucking knows the outcome of this virus. Nobody knows when we're going to get a vaccine. Nobody knows if we get the vaccine, if it's even going to be foolproof. For sure, 100%. No one's 100% certain on anything. We're dealing with this as humans the best way we possibly can. I think it was well done. It was a well put out plan. Again, as best we can. And luckily, we live in a free country where you do have the freedom to pull your kid out if you don't want. Bottom line. Anyway, um, if we can switch gears to this right here, because I don't know if you're seeing this breaking news. As we record the podcast, this is breaking. Another MLB game canceled today. Oh, shit. Which one now? The Brewers-Cardinals game for today, I believe it was supposed to be 2 o'clock our time, has been postponed. I'm going to use the word postponed because they are. The MLB is. But, okay. Due to, yes, indeed, a positive test, at least one positive test. Uh, at this point, I don't think it matters, but at this point, we don't know who on what team has what, um, who's tested positive. Like, for shit's sake, this 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 league was doomed from the get-go, wasn't it? Did, 
<laughs> who signed off on this? Who said this was okay to do it that way? It's, it's so dumb. You know, I mean, we're not public health experts either here, anybody or everybody. But, uh, you know, even we, based on what we've all learned over the last five months, uh, have learned a thing or two. And it seems that flying and staying in hotels, not a good idea. For example, the Jays just wrapped up a series last night against the Nationals. Two and two against the World Series champs. That's pretty good. Now they're going to have to camp out in BC for a while. Or sorry, in DC for a while. They can't come back to Canada because they got to self isolate. They can't go to Philadelphia, which is where they were supposed to be this weekend to play the Phillies, because the Phillies postponed the game because they've had an outbreak there. So the Jays are literally just on standby, waiting for Major League Baseball to tell them where to go. Who knows? Maybe uh, one of the other games that got canceled, one of the other teams that has no infections, is going to say to the Jays, hey, uh, fly here to St. Louis and play us this weekend because we're bored. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do, but the whole thing is evolving into a shit show rapidly. Mm-hmm. How can you have a professional baseball team with nothing to do, just sitting around in a hotel, twiddling their thumbs? They don't know when they're going to play again. Pitchers that were ready to go tomorrow. Arm is ready. It's been the proper number of days between their starts. They're jacked. They have no idea when they're going to pitch again. The domino effect of all of this is freaking crazy, Kat. Yeah. Now, it's, it's the Cardinals, by the way, just in now. It's the Cardinals that have positive tests, according to this report, forcing, forcing the postponement. Okay. And, and, and by we the way, can't tests. have Milwaukee come to play us in Toronto because we can't play in Toronto. Buffalo's not ready yet. So I guess we could fly to Milwaukee and play the Brewers because they don't have any infections, yeah, as far as we yeah, know. Sure. But that's not on the schedule. Fly, that fly, fly. The fly, fly. Travel, travel, travel. No bubble. It's fucking working isn't it like this is so stupid it was the stupidest shit when they first came out with this it would seem like a dumb idea and now here we are nfl is going to be screwed if this is the way that this is going uh if you know what i don't see there being an nfl season you think that at that point you know what you might not be wrong and we'll talk about it now we'll call it now july 31st you might not be wrong on that at least no people in the stands they think at this point they can have some people in the stands by then no Ugh. Give me a break. no way just be real. Just be real. We are dealing with it the best we can. And some organizations, MLB included, obviously, and other ones, they're just trying to make money. You're not dealing with it the right way, and it's just going to blow up in your face. Uh, another conspiracy theory, just while we're still on COVID. Um, somebody says, Scott, the numbers are all overinflated in America. Stop believing it. In America, by the way, on Wednesday, they had so many people die that when you break it down, it was they lost an American a minute to COVID-19. One per minute for 24 hours straight. That's how many people died in America in one day. So somebody is saying, well, that's overblown. They're overinflating the numbers to scare people. Because if somebody actually died of heart disease, but they had COVID-19, they don't consider it a heart disease death. They consider it a COVID-19 death. If they got hit by a car, but they had COVID-19, they count it as a COVID-19 death. Let me clear something up, because I did have a very long conversation with somebody about this. If you, because that's partially right. If you have COVID-19 and you have a heart attack, well, it was the heart attack that killed you. But they count that as a COVID-19 death if you were confirmed infected with COVID-19 because it's very hard to make a case that COVID-19 didn't play at least some part in that death. Now, if you have COVID-19, but you get shot in the head, they're going to count that as a shot to death. It's a shooting death. If you get hit by a car, it's going to be that you got hit by a car. They don't count those in the COVID-19 deaths. But if you have a regular... uh, a condition ailment that could kill you maybe you uh died of pff, 
I don't know, whatever it is that you died of, cancer, but you also had COVID-19, they are counting that in the COVID-19 deaths, but they are also counting it as a cancer death. And while that weight will have duplication in the overall amount of Americans that have died, it does give you a more accurate number of how many people died with COVID-19. So I don't know if we'll ever be able to say, well, was it the liver cancer or was it the COVID-19 that killed them? You count it in the COVID-19 numbers because when future pandemics break out, they're going to need to look back on these numbers for reference and say, okay, how many people had COVID-19 and died? It's a relevant statistic, and it would be irresponsible to not include everybody in the COVID-19 deaths that at least has a confirmed infection. If they don't have a confirmed infection, don't count them at all. If they got hit by a car, it's obvious what killed them. But if there's any chance that COVID-19 played some role in their death, just a chance, you have to count it in the COVID-19 deaths as well and put a check in that column for future reference and research so we know. How many times since the beginning of this have we looked back at the the plague? How many times have we looked back at the the Spanish flu and, and thought, okay, it's similar in this way, in that way? We wouldn't be able to do that without good record keeping. So we need to have that. A uh, couple other things that are going on here that I want to mention. Uh, Justin Trudeau testified yesterday at the WE hearing. I, I think most people know I'm not a huge fan of Justin Trudeau. I did like him at first, and I was one of the ones who held out and said, give him the benefit of the doubt. Right. But he's really kind of lost my my faith. And I thought yesterday was really boring. <laughs> did anything actually come out of it? Like, what did we learn? Anything at all? Nothing? Yeah. So a couple of things. I'll, I'll tell you basically the summary, and then I'm going to tell you why it doesn't matter. So I'll start off with he denies that he had any influence in the government's decision to hire we says he had no influence at all, even though he voted for it, which I would consider influence. Um, We still don't know what's going to happen to that nine hundred and twelve billion dollars. This was budgeted. This was going to we to administer the volunteer program where students could volunteer and get up to five thousand dollars towards their student credit. Um. We don't know what's going to happen with that, and summer's almost over, and a lot of kids are going back to school in the next 10 days. For example, my son's leaving in the next 10 days. My daughter leaves in 12 days. They're both going back. There's no chance they can do enough hours to get $5,000 worth of volunteer hours in. It's just not possible now. I think the government has to just give every kid five grand. Give every kid $5,000 off their tuition. That will offset some of the costs that are going up. Because believe it or not, even though the schools are delivering less service, their chart or their fees are going up. Tuition is more this year. Um, there's a big discrepancy, though. This is from Trudeau's testimony yesterday about who knew what when. In a nutshell, the government wants you to believe that they came up with this idea to do a volunteer program. And then the public service went out and and scoured the the country to find what organizations could deliver that program. And the only one that was available was we. As it turns out, we already had a proposal lined up and ready to go. So it would seem that somebody tipped off we or that we themselves went to the government and said, we want to do this. Well, that's lobbying and they're not a registered lobbyist. So that's another issue there. And when it comes to the prime minister, he's saying he first found out about it on, I believe it was May the 8th, when he looked at the agenda for his cabinet meeting. And he said, no, 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 no. we're not going to do that here. I I want you guys to go back and, and check again and make sure that this is on the up and up. 
He wants you to believe that he actually said that and that that was the very first time he'd heard we was being proposed as the company to administer it. It doesn't add up. If you want to check social media, there's no shortage of opinions on there. Although Brian Lilly, writer for the Toronto Sun, has some pretty good stuff on there. He's uh, he's poking some holes in that. So if you want to read more, go ahead. I will tell you, though, that at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Um, We didn't lose the money. The investigation with the ethics commissioner is on. It will only matter if he is convicted for a third time. And then it's up to the voters to decide what to do. By then, the conservatives will have a leader in place. And in theory, we're ready to go to an election anytime. But it would be stupid to do that during a pandemic. There's just too much on the go right now. What they need to do is get damn parliament sitting again now. I don't care if it's August. We need parliament in session, even though it's summer, because we're still in a pandemic. And they never should have been in recess anyway. So that's the thought on uh, Trudeau. Okay. Uh, we will have the best of July for our FM, from our FM radio show coming out this weekend. We'll probably post that on Sunday, so you've got something to listen to on Monday because we're off. But we'll have a new After 9 coming your way on Tuesday. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.